is up, guys? This is Podcast 419, and we are all about unpacking what it means for us to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus. And in order to do that, we are having conversations about the highs and lows of doing life together. There is no conversation too big, no topic that is off the table. Thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your week. Let's jump into this episode. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Podcast 419. I'm Josh. As always, I'm with Brian. What's up? And, and we're here, Dirty Brian in the Dirty house. <laughs> and we're here to have a conversation. We've had a series that we've kind of been on again, off again on relationships. Uh, I'll admit, talk oh, about man. that. Whew, a little crazy. segue there, crazy. huh? Hey, we might talk about breakups down the road. So Ooh, just say, hey, just stay tuned. Out there. Uh, but we have had conversations on singleness, on dating, and I really wanted uh, us to be able to zone in, like really zero in on on the right person. Like, how do I choose the right person? I think the Bible has some words to say about that. Brian, uh, what do you have to say? It does. And, and so it's this funny term, like you've probably heard of it before, but because we don't live in an agricultural society, we, heard, we hear the term yoked. Get yoked. And we think of like an egg. 100%. Or if, if you're like me, like, so the Bible talks about you should be equally yoked with this person. Yeah, you should be like just as fit. Just as like, fit. So I think like, you know, you know those ripped. people who are in the gym and they only work out one arm. So like one arm's huge or like maybe their legs are oh, like yeah, really so skinny, but their they, upper body's just like, they got it going. Mm-hmm, yep. They're not equally yoked. No, 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 they're not. They're, they're unequally yoked. Unequally yoked. If it happens to their legs, they can only walk in circles. I know. It's like a boat with one it's paddle. Just, it's so sad. That's not how paddles work. It's okay. It's not how working out works either. You're right. Touche. <laughs> getting equally yoked. And so uh, we're going to be just talking about this because this has so much implications, whether you are m- currently married to somebody, yep. it, whether you're seriously dating, you're engaged, um, or even if, you, if you're single and, and you're looking for shopping somebody around. or you're just <laughs> shopping around or if you're just in uh, singleness and, and you're using that as a gift, like being able to be equally yoked and, and even kind of focusing on yourself for a little bit, too, and saying, yeah. what are the things that I need to do to prepare or that I can do proactively in my relationship that I'm currently in so that I can live this life of being equally yoked with my partner? Like God is calling us to be, yeah, and and to get back to what you were talking about, uh, because I, I want to kind of bring that home of what yoked actually means. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yoke is a is a farming tool. It's mm-hmm. not a strategy for good omelet making. It is a farming tool mm. um, that was used to actually yoke to 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 bind two oxen together. Uh, and the reason that was important is because like plowing a field was heavy labor. And it wasn't great. Uh, a lot of times it would be a lot more effective to have more than one ox do it. And so you'd have to bind them together. But here's the catch. Uh, if the oxen weren't really of, of similar age, similar strength, um, what would happen is one of the oxen would end up doing a lot more of the work and would start dragging the other ox along uh, to the point where eventually one of them actually could die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there was a huge penalty and a cost, really, of having an ox that was not yoked properly and equally with the other ox. Yeah. So when we're talking about relationships and being equally yoked, uh, as as fun as like gym and and cooking metaphors uh, would be to to fit into this, what what Jesus is really talking about, or actually in this instance, Paul yeah. uh, is talking about, is talking about how we need to be spiritually yoked, have the same spiritual strength, be moving at the same spiritual speed. Uh, in order for our relationship to really be set up to win. 
Yeah, yeah. And so I'm going to be uh, reading this. So this is in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Uh, this is in verse 14. And so Paul is writing to the people of Corinth and he says this, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Dang. And so, I know, drop the mic. That's 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 rough. That is. And, and there's a, a stark contrast with that, like light and darkness and, yep. and you know, righteousness and wickedness. Like that seems so polar opposite. And, and it's meant to be like that. Yep. And when I hear that initially... And, and I think about my relationship with Sarah, or I can imagine some of the listeners or the people who are watching and they imagine their relationship with their spouse or their significant other. They probably are not thinking, and I know I'm not thinking, light and darkness. Like mm. I don't think we're polar opposites and where we're sure. trying to go and where we head. And so how do you kind of reconcile that? Because it sounds like what Paul is saying is pretty harsh where I'm not thinking we're, we're on completely different pages and, and completely sure. separate. Yeah, I, I would say Paul wasn't known for his tact. Like he, yeah. he was more like, hey, I'm going to tell you what it is. Uh, and so just to be clear, what we're not saying is we're not saying, hey, if, if it's an unbeliever, we're going to stay away from them and that they're, they're the worst and they're wicked. Um, now, th- there is a reality too, like our righteousness comes through relationship with Jesus and that's why we can be righteous and you can't without that. Uh, there is very real truth to that. And what Paul is saying is absolutely true. But what we're not saying is, hey, avoid people living in the world. We're actually called to go be messengers to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we are saying is that when it comes to an intimate relationship that leads to hopefully marriage uh, and, and even a family down the road, it is so important to have a relationship with somebody who is yoked in light with you. Uh, and, and even to be equally yoked in that is really important because if I'm a spiritual young adult, right, and so I'm serving, I'm doing a lot of young adult things, I'm very independent, and I'm with somebody who is a spiritual infant, what can happen is uh, either I could ma- like demature, unmature, regress, regress in mat- maturation. In, yeah, I'll demature, and uh, <laughs> or and, and the hope is like, hey, we're gonna, I'm going to be a, I'm going to missionary date, right? Like. I don't Love know if that. you've ever heard that where, hey, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to date her to Jesus. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna get her there. Yeah. It's, it's not like, no, much, but it's hey, honest work. Listen, and, <laughs> yeah. and there are success stories. So I'm not saying that, hey, if that's where you are, it won't work. I'm just saying that it is not wise. Yeah. Right? Like, there are very, like, real, like, some of my friends, like, that was part of their story. And God, like, his glory showed up in that. And it, was, it ended up being this great thing. Uh, but wisdom, what Paul is imparting in wisdom is, hey, you know what? Let's not do that. Let's let's get with somebody equally yoked. That way, rather than having to to be a missionary in my relationship, we can be missionary partners to be sent out as ambassadors to the world. Yeah. And that's what we're meant to do. Yeah, because you can go out and you get to be able to do that together. And even going back to the the yoke metaphor with the oxen, like that's directly where we're with getting the omelets, that yeah. from that no matter where you're going, um, you get to be, I mean, it's, it's basic physics. Like if you have two things going the same direction, you're going to have half the work. Yeah. Right. It's math. Unless you are pulling the weight of someone else or something else, which then not only adds the burden of what you're pulling, but then it just adds another component to it. And so you being in student ministry, me being in young adult ministry, missionary dating is something that I hear about a lot. They're oh like, yeah. Oh, I can change them or, and it's just so difficult to do that within the relationship like, and it's it's just as likely for it to go in the opposite direction as well it can yeah i, I don't want to say it's like a 50 50 it's not a coin toss but sure it, it could go either way and so trying to get that outcome in relationship one i don't think is, is 
what is meant in that relationship for where if you're looking and trying and this is specifically for dating um so being equally yoked is not just for dating um but at least for this right now focusing in on that where if you're if you're dating to try to see if you're compatible with someone for marriage um having that where you're trying to be equally yoked and you're trying to get them to the same place that you are was never meant for you it's meant for their community it's meant for their small group it's meant for their people that they're with um, that they should be in a community hopefully with other people that are edifying them and building them up so that they're in a place where they're going to be a good spouse or they're fit to run at Jesus with all they got with someone else yeah and I, I think the catch is if I go into a relationship with the intent to change someone uh, that's going to lead them to feel like a project. It's going to lead them to feel like yeah, they're feel less good. than that, less than, and uh, and it's hurtful. Like nobody wants to be a project. Like you don't enter into a relationship so that you can be fixed. You enter into a relationship because you want a partner to get after whatever you feel like, uh, and this could go for good or bad. Whatever you feel like you're you're meant to be called to, yeah. and what your purpose is, uh, and and that's really hindered when you're not aligned. I even talk about this in in premarital counseling all the time, is that the goal of marriage is oneness. It's alignment. Mm. And if you're not aligned, moving in the same direction at the same speed for the same purpose, that's going to lead to some major cracks in your relationship down the road. Uh, Now, can you survive it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. But you're opening yourself up to risk uh, that I I would contend, and I think Paul contends, would not be very wise uh, to dive into. Yeah. And and so this is a great conversation for people who I would say are single or maybe they're sure. in a relationship where it, it's not super serious. Uh, cause then it's great. Cause this is something that I can proactively do beforehand, but say if the people are in a serious dating relationship, maybe they're engaged or maybe they're married and they find themselves in a spot where they're not equally yoked, whether they're the one who they feel like they're kind of pulling their, their spouse or their partner along or maybe it's the other way where it's like, I feel like my partner is just leaps and bounds ahead of me spiritually. Uh, what would you say to them? Like, is it is it too late? Yeah, so I would, I would separate that into two different categories. So there's seriously dating, and then there's married. Seriously dating, you're not married yet. Um, and we like, like to play like that sometimes. We, we like to, but w- like marriage does not solve your problems. It is a magnifying glass. I can't be more clear. Hmm. Like it is a, like when I was married to my bride, she's incredible and amazing. And I found out very quickly how selfish I was. Uh, and I thought I wasn't like, I thought I was like, man, I've got this figured out. And then I got married and then we had a kid and just stack another magnifying glass on top of it. Uh, and so the reality is it's not going to resolve your issues. It's actually going to magnify them. Now, marriage also magnifies the good things. And that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but again, if you've got major issues, being in a relationship for a long time that you consider serious isn't a reason to remain in that relationship. You need to figure out, hey, are we trending in the right direction? Is there is there headway being made? Uh, because what you don't want to do is make an unwise choice that affects the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, now, marriage, different story. It should be. Like, yeah. like marriage is like marriage is... Hey, that's that's the rest of your life. Like that's the commitment that you have made before God and before man. And so, uh, saying, "Hey, we're not equally yoked" is not a reason for divorce. Yeah. Uh, in fact, um, like like it's a reason to pursue reconciliation. Pers- like like that needs addressed. And there are consequences. Uh, just like uh, if you were dating and maybe you 
crossed some boundaries yeah. uh, or made some, maybe there was infidelity. Like, like there are consequences that ripple into even after you get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would contend that, that maybe it's a little different, uh, but there are consequences to being married to somebody who's e- unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to pay that. Like that's a consequence that you can't just opt out of. You're now in this for the long run. Like you've committed to that before God and before man. Uh, and so now, Brian, we have to figure out what does it look like to get on the same page and to pursue oneness and pursue alignment. Yeah, because that's it's going to be so important, like whether you're already married and, and getting on the page, like it's never too late to do that. Um, but it's so worth it having that conversation. Um, like I know for me specifically, Sarah and I, it was, it was in the middle of the pandemic prior to us getting married. And so uh, we didn't do premarital counseling. Like it's a huge value for us and, and we definitely recommend it, but we never did it just because sure. of, of how timing things worked out. And we also were dating for like seven years. Uh, wouldn't recommend that to anybody either. Long term. So yeah, long term. Uh, but so there were certain aspects and, and I'm saying this because you and Jenny actually were doing uh, marital counseling. We call it post-marital counseling. Which actually sounds more negative than it is. Super negative. But like things were going fine, but we still needed to have some of these conversations post-marriage about being on the same page with things like sure. finances, with things like um, sexual expectations. Can mm-hmm. I say that on this podcast? Uh, I mean, I, you I did. did. It yeah. happened. Hey, here we are. It's real though, you know? Yeah. Um, and so being able to have some of those conversations even post marriage um, is so important to yeah. have. Um, and if you're, if you're dating or if you're just thinking about dating and you're single right now, like it's now is the most perfect time to either be the person that you want to be for somebody else to be equally yoked mm. or to have that conversation with your significant other so that you're on the same page and yeah. it'll be what Jesus calls us to be. Yeah. I love that. I think that what we need to take away from this is uh, whether you are single, dating, seriously dating, or married, wherever you are on that spectrum, uh, you have a responsibility first to do a yoke check on yourself. Yoke check. Um, yoke check. Like, where are you spiritually in your walk with Jesus? Yeah. Like, where are you in your maturity? Like, where are you? And maybe it's different areas because, mm-hmm. like, you could be um, like a great steward of finances in a way that honors God incredibly, and you also could be incredibly immature in the way that you handle conflict. Yeah. And so trying to figure out those different areas in your life where maybe you're more mature, less mature, figure out where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then open up a dialogue with that significant other of like, hey, so like, w- where do you feel like you are? This is kind of what I'm seeing. Do you see that in me? Like get their feedback because maybe they see some things that you don't uh, and get a read on where you guys are. Uh, and then, OK, so like that's where we are. So I'm I'm a spiritual infant. You're a spiritual child, what, whatever it is. Like, okay, so we need to be on the same page. So what do I need to do to, to mature? And what do you also need to do to mature? Because again, like you don't want to be married as a child, right? Yeah. Like you want to be, you want to be a full on parent adult. Like that's what you, maybe not parent, but yeah, uh, you want to be an adult. You want to be mature. Yeah. Uh, and so what do we need to do as a couple, couple uh, to get there? Yeah. And that comes through uh, what initially is an uncomfortable conversation of just like, hey, spiritually, where am I? Where are you? Uh, but it's an important one. And if you can integrate that into your, your vernacular, your, your common conversations, yeah. uh, then all of a sudden something that was uncomfortable becomes a part of your your daily life. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love that. And, and even as you're going and, and getting that diagnosis on yourself and really seeing, hey, where am I? Um, I think also something super important is is to ask um, some other people who are oh, close yeah. to you 
in your life. Um, one thing that you had me do, which is really cool, um, is talk about blind spots. Mm -hmm. And so I know some of the blind spots that I have with Sarah may be different than some other people in my community, say you as the person who disciples me, um, or maybe some of my friends that uh, I do life with uh, very closely. So um, being able to ask them and say, hey, maybe what are some blind spots or or what are some places that I could mature and grow in um, to be a better husband, to yep. be a better partner? Um, because if, if I were to say that just for myself, I feel like I'd be missing some things when I'm saying what are places that I can grow so that I'm equally yoked with my partner? Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, a lot of times in these conversations, one of the big drivers in Podcast 419, We're About Discipleship, is we are going to shepherd you and lead you and encourage you to have conversations with other people. Uh, that's where we're going to get the, the right feedback. That's what God recommends uh, and actually encourages us to do, to seek wise counsel. Uh, and so I would even take it a step further than that. I would, uh, like, when it comes to the person that you're dating or even about to date, don't, like, this is not about your wife or your husband. Like, that, again, that is, you're committed. You need to start fleshing that out and figure it out. Maybe that yeah. means counseling, uh, but you need to pursue unity and oneness. But on the other end, before you're married, going to some of your wise counsel and saying, hey, like, I'm, I'm starting to get serious in this relationship. This is something that I did before I proposed to Jenny hmm. uh, was because I, I had all like I was super immature uh, and I had all these plans and like these rules on like I was about to get deployed with the army. And I was like, hey, you know what? I don't want to get married before I get deployed because then I, like we, my first year of marriage, I'm going to be gone. And so all this stuff happened and. And my buddy was like, hey, dude, if you're ready to marry her, why wouldn't you? Uh, and it's because I sought wise counsel where I was like, hey, you know what? You're right. Like, like I need to marry this girl. Like, I like I know for a fact God has called me to her. So I, I need to make a plan. Uh, and we ended up getting married. And it was, it was incredible. And I have absolutely no regrets on that. Uh, and the reason that that happened, though, was because I sought counsel from somebody who was wiser and more mature and a guy that I still seek counsel from yeah. on a regular basis because uh, he's somebody that I trust and somebody that I can rely on to say, hey, hold on, Josh, like you're, you're being a little silly again. Yeah. Uh, let's let's reset. Um, let's talk about the direction that you should be heading in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's so cool. And like you said, we may sound like a broken record on every episode because we're, we're always pushing you to be in community, to talking about these things with other people. Yep. And this, this is no exception. It really isn't. And so as you know, the homework that we gave them is to do a yoke check, mm. see where you are, yep. um, just to give a little bit more clarity so it's not just kind of a broad spectrum and saying, hey, do a yoke check. How are you doing? Yeah. What are some of the areas in their life? What are some of the things that people should look at to say, how am I doing and where am I? Yeah, we actually have a great resource uh, that's on the website. I know we pointed to, to that before, but um, Isaiah, just real quick, our, uh, is the spiritual wheel that's on the website? Yeah. It's under resources? resources? Yep. So if you go to resources on our scilife.com website, we've got the spiritual wheel. So you'll be able to see an actual... Uh, example of what this looks like, but some things that I should be looking for uh, really are, okay, so who does my world revolve around? And, and you got to be honest. Like if, if you try to forge it, it's like those like Enneagram tests. Like, I mean, I could be, I could be whatever number I want to be. It's just, it won't be true. Yeah. Uh, and so you, you got to be honest about, hey, wh who does my world revolve around? Like, am I constantly trying to serve others? Am I thinking of others? Um, or am I more interested in, in, in getting what I need? Okay, well, that's going to decide, uh, if we look at the wheel that, that I just pointed you guys to, 
if I am very self-centered and caught up in myself, well, it's I'm either going to be spiritually dead, a spiritual infant, or a spi- spiritual child. Yeah. Um, and if I'm others-minded, doesn't mean that I don't have selfish mon- moments, because, I mean, we all still do. We all still have to battle the flesh. Yeah. Uh, but that probably means that I'm closer to young adult or maybe even parent if I'm discipling somebody else. Uh, and so that's a hyper-simplified way to do it, but I, I would just really encourage our listeners uh, to jump onto um, the website, look yep. at the wheel, and if you have more questions on that, we actually have a discipleship training that we do. Uh, you can send uh, me, Josh, Josh at com or Brian an email, brian at scilifechurch.com. Uh, if you're like, hey, I want to be a part of a discipleship training where we can really dive into not just where you are spiritually, but how I can shepherd others into maturity, because that's what we are about at Podcast 419. Uh, man, we want to be able to help link you up with that and, and get you moving where you are prepared and equipped to do that in a way that honors God. Yeah. And if we put in the work right now, wherever we are in the relational stage, it's going to just be so much better. We're going to be better spouses because of it. Yep. Uh, we'll be better Christ followers. Yep. We'll be better friends yep. with all of these things. Yep. So, Josh, get yoked. Get yoked. Get and, absolutely yoked. And one thing I did want to say, Brian, as we get yoked. Okay. Um, one of the biggest blessings in my marriage, and I think I've said this before, um, one of my favorite things is that I have a wife where my bride and I can pursue God and his mission and his purpose for our lives at full speed. Yeah where it's, it's not a me dragging her along and it's not her pushing me along. It's I've got a teammate where we've got a plow and we've got a field to harvest and we're going to do this together. And our daughter, Lilla, she gets to see that. Yeah. And as she watches that, she gets to see what a marriage should look like. And I think so often we see these broken families um, where for whatever reason it happened and there's, there's all, but one of the victims that like had no part in it is always the kids. Yeah. Uh, and what they're seeing uh, is a picture of what they believe about their Heavenly Father, what they believe about uh, what marriage should be, what relationships should be. And our role as parents, if you're a parent, so we're even stepping further, like our role as parents is Here we, go. we are leading our kids to understand what the gospel is and what a healthy marriage looks like. Yeah. And the best way that I can do that is not through words. It's by how I treat my bride, how I shepherd my bride, and how I lead my daughter. Yeah, and that's just beautiful being able to run and do that together it's not you pulling all of the weight it's not uh jenny pulling all of the weight but getting to run at that together is just a beautiful beautiful picture um and like you said doesn't have to be words but truly in actions so well we thank you all so much for listening and for watching if you're watching on youtube uh, make sure you click the like and the subscribe and maybe throw a comment down on something we should talk about yeah we, we never have comments, Josh. It's just you. I'll comment later. I got it. You'll do it. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you're listening, uh, make sure you, you follow us and, and do all the clicky things. Not home. Like we're talking, we're talking over social media. Um, yeah. Yeah. But Josh's address is. <laughs> no. <laughs> they show up to church and they're just like, all right, we're in the car. We're waiting. We found it. He's leaving. But okay. Well, thank y'all so much again. We look forward to seeing y'all next week on Podcast 419. See you. Peace. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Felicia. (laughs) We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Podcast 419. If you want to learn more about us, you can check us out on our website, podcast419.com.